0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the COVID. Warrant Officer Grant McFarlane is with me tonight, and we're going to pick through 42 years of his experience uh, right through the ranks to the top job as RSM Army and spend some time just picking up a few leadership lessons from along the way. So it's great to have Grant with us tonight. Thank you for joining in as well. Um, A reminder, too, that you can text through your questions for Grant at any stage tonight, and we'll get to those during the course of the night. But obviously, with the amount of experience that Grant's got, the opportunity to ask him a few questions as he begins to step back from the role of RSM Army is, is pretty special. So, as I say, it's great that you could join us tonight and we're uh, looking forward to having a, a good chat. Uh, Grant, welcome. Uh, firstly, congratulations and thanks for 42 years of incredible service. What's it like now, just, just unwinding from all of that and, and starting to step away? Hey, Mark, it's great to be here as the co. I think uh, it's about breaking
1: the, the routine that I've had for four years or, Forty plus years, also, I mean, up at four thirty, doing my own PT, home and back in the office by eight o'clock, and getting and doing the day's work. Just breaking up routine, not waking up to a an alarm clock, uh, and setting the new routine with my wife, and uh, and um, working out, you know, at the breakfast table what we're going to do do for the day, as opposed to having a a plan calendar for the for the next week, so it's uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. It had a show for the first day, first time in ten days this
0: morning, so uh, yeah, be pretty, it's been pretty been pretty relaxed. sounds like you're getting used to it, um, because the job RSM Army, as we yeah we've seen and, and those of us who followed yeah, you in sort of day in day out, it's it's an incredible job. It's it's a, it's a full on job, isn't it? It's it's just go go the whole time. You can be all over the world. You know, it has been, and uh,
1: I think. Um, A unique time, the four years uh, as our Assembly of the Army, working with the Chief of Army, um, you know, starting with the uh, release of the FN Inquiry, the bushfires, um, calling out the Second Division, significant event, community events, COVID and the Royal Commission. So there have been really significant and big uh, things that have happened in the last four years. But on top of that, training transformation, how the Army's going to be postured in the future, a whole whole lot of work. And in my 40 odd years, we haven't had this busy a period and we haven't
0: changed as much of it as we are at the moment. Um, Let's go back to when you first joined up. It's 1980, it's what five years post Vietnam. So it's an interesting time for both Army and for the nation. Uh, What made you want to join the Army? Um,
1: My grandfather, he was a, uh, a veteran of the Dakota track. Uh, as a young kid out on the farm telling me uh, stories of adventure and mateship Um, and then had a significant event on our our farm and we uh, packed up and moved and I thought I might give this army gig a a go that my grandfather spoke about um, and um,
0: you know 42 years later um, I'm still here what um what was the army like at the time? What what was that era in in army like? Uh, so the army's changed significantly for the better, uh,
1: but when I joined it was um, pretty rough and tumble. You um, trained really hard, played pretty hard. I uh, had yeah, bars rapped and hunched lunchtime. Um, so I think uh, we've we've come a long way. There was uh, you probably didn't respect and and uh, give our, our people enough dignity um, and we we used you and if we broke you you're at the back door um, now i think we're a much better organization where we actually respect and trust our people and care for them in
0: such a good way yeah. Grant, you've had such an incredible career and, and done so many different jobs um did you expect when you were that young recruit did you have your target on rsm army That you were going to go to the top there uh, absolutely not. So I, had, I signed
1: up for uh, six years and I was going to go back to the country of Victoria after that. Um, but I had a really good RSM by the name of Arthur Francis, who became a, a mentor, um, come in as his unit at RSM at three hour hour. Um, he uh, interviewed all the NCOs in his first couple of weeks there and I thought, oh, actually, this bloke uh, actually cares about people because he used to go to the RSM's office to be yelled at and that happened to me a few times. Um, but he showed me what a, a caring um, person that was really
0: invested in people was about. You've had so many different roles along the way. Did you have a favourite, a favourite job in the Army? Um, no, I, I
1: didn't. Well, I don't think I do, but I'll probably end up giving you one. Um, I enjoyed every rent. I enjoyed being a section commander. I enjoyed being a platoon sergeant being the trainer and the mentor of the platoon, same at CSM level, RSM. Um, So I I enjoyed all those jobs. Um, They gave me a different opportunity. They gave me uh, time to grow and develop as an individual, but also, I hope, um, develop those people below me that I work with. Um, But I've got to say, the, the
0: last four years has been pretty special. Anything along those forty-two years that you would want to go back and change? Uh,
1: no, no. Um, I, I've learned some hard lessons along the way, um, and had some great times, and I think it's made me the the person and the and the soldier of the land that I
0: by by those things. So I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. Um, you never we talk about the fact that, that no one does this alone in, in this job it, it's you've got to have family there around you and, and supporting you and they've got to come on the journey with you together for your family i guess the, the last few years have, have just been incredible and through your career you've been so busy and, and roles have kept you away and trainings kept you away from the family how has the family coped and, and what have you learned about that what can you pass on about making family work and, and your partner be involved in what you're doing oh look i think
1: um We've come a long way about families and supporting our families, that sort of stuff. So, uh, when our first son was born, I was on my parachute jumping parachute jump instructor's course, um, jumping out of an aeroplane uh, at night, and and uh, my wife gave birth to Josh. Um, we're not like that now. We would make sure that our our people are at home with with their, their families, but. Um, that was that was the way it was um, but more importantly you know you've met my wife uh, she's an incredible woman uh, and I'm blessed uh, for the way that she's conducted herself and raised our family um, always made things work regardless um, and um, she's um, she's she was the the main main stable behind our two sons and their upbringing, so um, family is really, really important and I think that's something that we've really changed and our focus is now making sure that um, the individual as well as the family are
0: are well supported. So important. Um, Let's wind back to July 2018, you reported the 11th RSM Army, Uh, a great honour. Why do you think you were chosen at that time? Uh, That's a good question. one I've
1: never, ever asked the chief. Um, but I think we were pretty similar in our views about making sure that our army was connected, uh, that people uh, actually cared for and supported uh, and looked after, um, and that we needed to be a different organisation, as in how we train and how we develop ourselves Uh,
0: And what what does it actually mean to be an army to be effective on the battlefield? And in that time, in those four years, what what would you say has been the greatest challenge you've faced? I undoubtedly would be
1: the release of Afghanistan report Um, and being there to support the chief uh, through those pretty incredible first few weeks of... um, and being in Perth for the announcement, and the chief being able to look people in the eyes about why, uh, what, what's happened, and how we're going to get th- get through this together, uh, making sure that we learn lessons
0: on the way. Um, big challenging time, that's for sure. Um, you must have had a, a vision, I guess, when you first came in about what you wanted to achieve, um, how you wanted to, to work through the job. What was that? What did you What did you want to be as RSM Army? I think there was a couple of things. So I I wanted the Army
1: to be better connected down at the Soldier level. So we uh, built the Junior Leader Fellowship with the support of uh, the Deputy Chief of Army. We then did the Sergeant Fellowship, but also um, how we did pack and how we did the Career Management Boards to make sure that. People had trust in the system, that it was transparent. Everybody had a voice in there and that there was no captain's picks being used and that uh, order of merit was being held to account and that we were uh, making sure that
0: we got the right people and the right jobs at the right time. And Grant, in that that vision that you had at the time, is there anything that that didn't get done, anything that was on the list that... You wanted to achieve that you, you didn't get to. Um,
1: I think late, late in the uh, job, we finally brought the the Warren Austin and Coward together um, as a single identity. Um, I wish I had done that earlier. Um, it didn't happen, but we're on that journey now. Where a uh, Warrnoss and Class One in the Army is. Relevant and respected, and that uh, we all have yes. something to contribute. And it's not just about the regimental sergeant Moses
0: When you look back over the whole forty-two years, what are you? What are you most proud of from your career? What What's made you, I guess, sleep well at night? Uh,
1: that's, that's, I don't know. It's a big question. I, I think um, most proud of is the great people that we have in our Army and the, the, the way they contribute. And the last four years, especially how we've reacted to bushfires and COVID, um, being in the community, being part of the community, um, that, is, that is something I'm really proud of. But I think I'm most proud of um, you know, being a father and having a couple of wonderful kids and three fantastic grandchildren. So.
0: Yeah, something to be proud of yeah. um Greg, the, the, the australian soldier um something that obviously you've been a big part of your life for 42 years now what what makes in your mind a good australian soldier and has, has that changed over the years is that the, the good soldier of, of the 1980s different to the 90s or 2000 today is it an evolving thing i I think it's it's evolved but i
1: think always the, the ingredients have always been Hey, be a good person, be honest, give your best, do your best, uh, challenge yourself um, and, give, and give people opportunity to be their best. Um, so, and I think, you know, pretty proud of wearing our uniform and our, our slouch hat, regardless of rank and core, is pretty unique because it is something that's really well respected in the community and you can travel all over the world and anybody can see a slouch at me, you know that there's a, a trusted agent
0: there as an Australian soldier. Yeah. And obviously you have travelled widely in, in this role and throughout your career. Do you find that, though? Uh, how is the Australian soldier held in regard around the world? Uh, held in high regard, um, everybody
1: wants an Australian on their team um, and they want to come and do exercises with us, deploy with us. Um, yeah, I think, as I said, I think they just wanted Australian on their side because they know that, that they'll be well looked after and supported and trusted, so. Yeah, a yeah.
0: yeah. good reputation yeah. to have, Very um, Army has some some manning issues, if we, we can talk about those. How would Grant McFarlane solve those uh, retention and, I guess, recruiting issues that, that Army faces at the moment because, you know, we, we require a lot of people at seems at the moment, yeah. Hey, look. I think um,
1: we've never been full. I suppose maybe in the late nineties we were. Then we um, we we got rid of a whole lot of people because we were, we were full. But I can remember when I first joined. We I was in a five man section for for years, and when I was a section commander, I've never ever had a full section. So we've always had these issues, um, but we I don't think we've ever shot a a focus on it enough. So I think. Um, for recruiting, we'd be, we've got to recruit the family, not just the individual. Take them on the journey where we would go. Um, and we've got to make sure that we live up to our value proposition about giving everybody an opportunity, caring for the family, caring for the people, um, and making sure that um, everybody has a good experience. And then, if you choose to leave, leave on your own terms. Um, in good order, and then you, and you, can come, you can come back when we need to. And I think the other thing we probably need to change the work practices. Um, maybe if Grant McTrollen, you know, 30 odd years ago decided to, to leave, um, maybe he left and could still have the marriage order and still had free dental, um, free health and all that sort of stuff, um, just to ease out as you transition out, but you can always come back, and you've lost no, lost no, um, none of those uh, opportunities and those those um,
0: things that we actually value. Um, RSM Army is a is as we've talked about a, a full on busy job. How did you um, how do you unwind? How do you step away? what's Greg McFarland downtime look like? Oh.
1: Before uh, the 1st of
0: July, I was, um,
1: you, you know, I enjoyed my bike riding. Um, so that was around the lake at quarter to five in the morning. Uh, and on the weekend, when we did have time to get away to the coast, a bit of paddle boarding and just time to spend with trace and reflect. Um, now it's, uh, I get up and I can go for a bike ride in, the, in daylight a couple of times a day. Uh, and I need the uh, the legs going ready for uh, March. And we going uh, to
0: go for a ride up the coast. Beautiful. Two at a <laughs> cure. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I want to ask you, and I think this is an important question. And if you've got questions, Sue, don't forget to text them in because we're getting a few coming in. We'll get to those shortly. But I, I love this one um, for recruits stepping off the bus at Kapuka, um, starting their career, ground level. Um, what what do you think it's important that they know about the Australian Army? What would, what would you like them to know as they step into uniform. I think uh, they need to know that
1: uh, it is a tough business. Um, We ask we ask a lot of of you as an individual and as a family but um, take the opportunities to ask questions, um, take the opportunity to um, learn, take the opportunity to Really, really, I think I said before, challenge yourself to make sure that you understand what you're doing. Um, but more importantly, those corporal recruiting instructors in can um, they will guide you and give you all the right
0: skills and the right attributes um, to be a successful soldier. And Grant, as you start to step away now, what, what has Army given you? What do you take away from 42 years in, in this organisation? I,
1: I think I'll take away a whole heap of proud moments over 42 years of service. Um, and I think uh, the other part will be that, hey, it's not scary on the other side of the grass. Um, speaking of that, what's the, what's the next chapter look like? What do you move on to? I um, know I'm. Going, I'm Still got about ten weeks of leave to go, so I've made no commitments or no uh, looking for anything except to enjoy the, the, 10, uh, the next ten weeks um, of downtime and actually reflecting. I'm writing uh, my memoirs at the moment, only for my family, uh, so that's been uh, really uh, reflective at the moment. So um, and. Yeah, I'll, I'll continue to do that, and after the
0: 16th of September, we'll see what's around the corner for Granby's Island. Um, you mentioned earlier on you had a, a mentor, and I just wonder who you chose, and, and was the, have you had the same mentor all the way through, or do you, do you evolve that, do you use different people at different times, and at what stage of your career was a mentor most important to you? Um, so I think, as I said, Arthur Francis was my first
1: one when I was a junior NCO um, and I used him all through my career. Um, I worked with him a couple of times and then when he retired I was at the School of Infantry and uh, I, I used him a couple of times. Uh, but also, Worrester Kev Woods, who was also the previous RSM in the Army, he, he really taught me about knowing myself um as a young young way way too um, so yeah i've had had two and they're two different people but they're similar in different ways um so yeah I, and i use Kev woods now still um he doesn't know that but i i i i uh engage him every now and then just to bounce something off him but uh, I think they, they are really, really important. And I think, as I said, I don't think I would have stayed for as long without having some good mentors and being able, been able to have those discussions and and
0: honest and frank conversations Yes, I got from both of them. Yeah. So obviously it's important to find a mentor. What do you look for? Why did you pick those fellows? Uh, nice.
1: I think for for Arthur Francis was... He struck me as the bloke that was actually invested in cared. In uh Kev was Kev was the same, but he also he he gave it to me between the eyes, a couple of eyes.
0: So in a in a respectful way. So yeah. Uh, Greta, as you transition now, what, what skills do you reckon you, you've picked up along the way that will, will help you as you move forward now? Uh I've been thinking
1: about that, to be honest. And I think um I think the skills that I've learned and will get me through whatever the next phase will be is be yourself, know yourself,
0: and trust yourself, and make yourself. Um, as we sort of start to wrap these up, as you look back, um, is there anything you change about the Army at the moment? And, and if so, what would that be? I wouldn't change anything. I think the Army is on a good trajectory.
1: Um and it's in a
0: good place. Yeah. Here. Uh nice, nice time to be stepping off when you have that feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Um, I want to mention the the cove challenge. Uh now that's just wrapped up. And uh the theme was your best leadership lesson, and there've been some great ones. It's a good way to and it's quite amazing looking at other people's leadership lessons and, and reading them and saying, Hey, yeah, wow, you know, that connects with me. I, I get that, I'm gonna take that away, and I reckon. Each one of those you look at, you will get something from. So if you haven't seen them pop up on social media, uh, take the time to have a look because they're fantastic. Uh, Grant, you had your leadership lesson. Uh, we'll take a look at that. but Just tell us a, a bit about it. Uh, I think my, uh, my
1: biggest lesson was know yourself and understand yourself. I was a pretty brash young fellow that had to always be first or the team had to be first at, at all costs. And, uh, I realised that... Uh, Pretty, pretty soon after being a, a section commander, that wasn't always the, the right case. And that um, the strength of the organisation is your team, um, and to be able to develop and make sure that um, everybody has the opportunity to be their best and reach their potential um, was really, really important. And probably a lesson I wish I had learnt even before I
0: became a full um, you've had the chance to look through a few of these and you're asked for your favourite and you picked Lieutenant Aaron Thomas. Um, why did you like his? Uh, pretty much as I just explained, I think he he, he, he
1: realised the focus um, and the strength of the organisation was having good a good team around you but also being able to develop the individuals
0: so they can contribute to the team and that they can reach their full potential. We're uh, getting some great questions in, so thank you for those. We'll try and uh, get through a few of those. Uh, first one, Grant, is from Lieutenant Colonel Glenn McKenzie from HQ Forces Command. Thank you, sir. Uh, he says, uh, thank you for your service. And um, Here's an interesting question. How have you developed those above you? Um, well, thanks for the
1: question, and I hope that I, I developed him. Actually, we worked together at uh, Rifle Rifle Wing, uh, many, many years ago, I think um, I think being able to have those tough conversations in a respectful way um, is the way that you develop, you develop those above you, um, and um, and sometimes they're robust robust conversations, but they're, they're respectful. So I think we. That'd be what I think and you know, hope, because I've worked with some
0: really, really good people and I hope that I have made an impact on them. Good stuff. Uh, this one from uh, Warrant Officer Peck from 1RAR in Townsville. Um, firstly, thank you for your service. It's been an honour to serve with you. Uh, what are three pieces of advice that you would give a younger uh, WO 2 McFarlane moving into the role of W01? Uh, I, I, I think, and I'll,
1: I'll reflect on this quite often as I you, you go through your career, but it, it's, always, you know, it's always know yourself and back yourself, uh, and my last one would be learn,
0: learn something new every day. Good one. Uh, this one from uh, Warren Officer Class 1 Guy Musgrove. 12-16 uh, Hunter Rifle Lancers in Tamworth, uh, it says congratulations on a high-profile career and achieving significant milestones throughout your 42 years. Is there something you didn't achieve that you wanted to during your time, and was there a reason that that, that wasn't achieved? Well, I don't
1: think there is. I think, I think I've think achieved everything. Not you, well, nothing you sit, ever set out to achieve. You know, to the RSM Army or to be the RSM of three hour, hour. Um, you know you 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 do your time do the best job you can and um, people will select you for for your job um, and when you get that you go and do your best job again you get promoted so um, now' I've, I've been blessed I've had a great career
0: um, and I've been supported by many many great people all well, right, next one is from uh, Warrant Officer Class 2, uh, James Long, one RAR in Townsville, says congratulations on a great career, uh, not mm-hmm. holding the three RAR background against you. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what was your uh, go-to advice to encourage soldiers to post out of a battalion and experience what the, the wider army uh, has to offer as a junior NCR?
1: I wish uh, Longie was here. Actually, you know, be able to have those conversations with him. I think we had many years ago. Um, but I think we we've got to share the, the the way we build resilience and build a better organisation is by sharing those those events that we have and those leadership events and being able to invest in those young soldiers or those recruits that want to come and join our army. Um, We need to have our best NCOs down there, our best NCOs at uh, our our training schools. So we're developing our young people right from the word go. With good NCOs, that's how you do that. Also, at the same time, you're developing yourself as an NCO, uh, building your leadership skills and and your knowledge, that
0: sort of stuff. So I think there's benefit in you both. Mm. So we come to that point now where you, you're stepping out after 42 years, and 42 years that have been very much on the go, there's been so much happening all the time. Well, what's it like at the moment, emotionally? Is it, is it, what's the feeling of, of stepping out and stepping away from something that's been such a big part of your life? I, uh, it's really interesting. I, I, I had a fair bit of apprehension
1: about what what's next. Mm. Uh, and I think uh, you know, we've seek a lot of advice, um, and that sort of stuff, as I as have transitioned. But I all found it, uh, I found it pretty relaxing. I've, uh, as I said before, you know, I first shaved stayed for about ten days, so it's, and not waking up to alarm, but. you take a bit of you know, first couple of mornings about you you wake up and that sort of stuff and no alarm and that sort of stuff, but kind of um, I think. I will walk away from the organisation. Uh, proud for the contribution I've made. Uh, proud of uh, the contribution that people have made to me uh, and the investment people, the investment people have given me and the time they've given me to make sure that. I've had a fantastic career um, and uh, my family's been well looked up too. So I'll, I'll walk away a real
0: proud Australian. Yeah, and, and so you should. And Greg, can I say on behalf of everyone yeah. who's worked with you, thank you for, for what you've done in your service, amazing service, and all that you've achieved along the way. will stay with you for the rest of your life, you know, which is, is a fantastic legacy. Uh, on particularly on behalf of the team at The Cove, uh, we want to say a big thank you for the support that you've given The Cove to and in developing it, and as the guys say the COVID, anytime they've asked you for anything you've supported, you've been there for them. So um they just want to say big thanks.
1: Hey, hey, thanks, Mark. But also I want to thank the, the Cove team. It's come a long way, and I think uh, this is a great platform to be able to get messages out, uh, and it's always there for people to reach into. And
0: uh, I want to thank you for such a night. Thanks especially. very much. I appreciate it and um that's the great thing about what we've got here so important, but you know before we lose you to the bigger world to grab those ideas and those all that leadership and all that knowledge that you've got from forty two years so um, again, can I say thanks, thanks for your service It's been a pleasure to work with you so all the very best grant have a have a great retirement or whatever it's going to be next. I will see you on the bike um, thanks everyone. thanks for tuning in I've hope you've enjoyed this session on the cove and uh, as I said, just great to be able to tap into those incredible 42 years and all of that learning. So we don't want to let that knowledge get away from us. It's always here on The Cove, so make sure that you you drop back and check in from time to time. And those leadership lessons will be floating around as well. Have a look at those. Um, but from us for tonight, thanks very much on behalf of The Cove and uh, we will see you soon. Thank you. Good night.